Hi everyone and welcome to the Rugby Elim podcast. Rugby Elim is a multicultural community of passionate Christians who have experienced the transforming power of Jesus in their lives. We believe Jesus has called us to bring his life, love and hope to every nation and generation. To find out more about us and our upcoming groups and gatherings, please visit rugbyelim.org. UK. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Hello and welcome to this podcast as we near the end of our journey with Jesus. Today we meet him for a barbecue on the beach with the disciples after his resurrection. This story always reminds me of when I was a child, when we lived in Malta for a few years. We would occasionally meet with friends in the evening when the sun had set and we'd enjoy tomato soup and hot dogs on the beach at Malia, not far from where Paul was shipwrecked on Malta nearly 2,000 years previously. The truth of Christianity that Paul preached on that Mediterranean island rests heavily on the fact of the resurrection. If Jesus rose from the grave, who saw him? How trustworthy were the witnesses? Those who claimed to have seen the risen Jesus went on to turn the world upside down. Most of them also died for being his followers. People are unlikely to die for a lie. So there's quite a list of all the people who saw Jesus after he'd risen from the grave. Over 500 different people on a number of different occasions and some more than once. On the first Easter day, there was Mary Magdalene at the tomb. There were the other women at the tomb. There were the two travellers on the road to Emmaus that we were thinking about last time. There was Peter in Jerusalem, the ten disciples behind closed doors in the upper room. And then a week later and over the following six weeks, there were the eleven disciples, including Thomas this time in the same upper room. There were the seven disciples fishing on the Sea of Galilee who met Jesus on the beach for a breakfast barbecue, today's story. There were 11 disciples on a mountain in Galilee. There was a crowd of over 500 on one occasion. There was Jesus' brother James. And then there were the disciples at Jesus' ascension that we'll be thinking about the next time. And some years later, there was Paul on the road to Damascus. Today's story of Jesus on the beach, inviting the disciples to have breakfast with him, emphasises the actual physical reality of Jesus' resurrection body. The disciples had returned to Galilee and were starting to think of reopening the family fishing business. But they'd spent a rather fruitless night not having caught a thing. Then they saw a figure on the beach who calls out to them and shouts, Try fishing on the other side of the boat. They'd no doubt already done that, but they did give it one last try, and the result was a massive haul of fish. They looked at the stranger on the shore with new eyes when that happened, and realised that it was Jesus risen from the dead. And he invited them to join him for a bread and fish breakfast on the beach. 
Jesus was aware of the doubts of the disciples, so he proves his risen from the dead by enabling them to see him, to hear him, probably to touch him, and to eat with him. He also repeated his miracle of a large catch of fish, and he echoes his actions from the Last Supper when he takes bread and gives it to them at that barbecue. Jesus left the disciples in no doubt that he'd risen from the dead. So strong was their conviction of this reality, they were prepared to stand by their claims in the face of opposition and to die for them. That makes the evidence for the resurrection pretty compelling in my book. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead is the central fact of Christian history. It's the beginning, not the end. On it, the Christian's faith is built. Without it, there will be no Christian church today. Jesus' resurrection is quite unique. Other religions have strong ethical systems, concepts about paradise and afterlife, and various holy scriptures and special teachers. Only Christianity has a God who became a human being and who literally died in the place of his people so that their sins could be forgiven and who was then raised again in power and glory to rule forever. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, we know the kingdom of heaven has broken into earth's history. The world is now headed for redemption, not disaster. God's mighty power is at work destroying sin, creating new lives and preparing believers for Jesus' second coming. Because of the resurrection, we know that death has been conquered and that we too will be raised from the dead to live forever with Jesus. The resurrection gives authority to our witness in the world. In the book of Acts, the apostles' most important message was the proclamation that Jesus Christ had risen from the dead. The resurrection gives meaning to the church's regular feast, the Lord's Supper. Like the disciples on the Emmaus Road that we heard about last time, believers break bread with their risen Lord who comes in power to save them. Through it, we proclaim his death and resurrection until he comes again, as Paul puts it in his letter to the Christians at Corinth. The resurrection helps us find meaning even in great tragedy. No matter what happens in our life and our walk with Jesus, the resurrection gives us hope for the future. The resurrection assures us that Jesus is alive and ruling his kingdom. He's no legend, he's alive and real. God's power that brought Jesus back from the dead is available to believers so that we can live for him today in this evil world. Followers of Jesus can look very different from one another. They can hold widely varying beliefs about politics, lifestyle and even theology. But one central belief unites and inspires all true believers – Jesus rose from the dead. 
And this is the message we've all been given to share. It's a message for us to share with others this week and every week. Without the resurrection, we have nothing and should be pitied. With it, we have confidence for today and for eternity. We have good news for all because we too can be friends with Jesus whom the disciples met on the beach. Join me again next time when we're back on another hill for the final stage of our journey, Jesus' ascension, as he returned to his Father in heaven. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.